Morgan Davy of Diceratops presents Welcome to another mini episode coming up on this episode Damage Dice Life Advice from Randy Dwarf and Mascara Stormfire And D20 Questions continues with Christine Brooks talking to Darren Woods But first, the upcoming episode Coming up this Saturday, October the 26th Our scarific live show won't get ghouled again in the Bucket Founded of Doom story, the party was pulled together by Mascara Stormfire. They went on the big quest at Mascara's behest. The new adventure is another Mascara joint featuring the return of Jules Bergeser to the Diceratops stage. You'll also hear Jules very shortly. Expect some spooky experiences as Mascara and friends become the horrifying stars of reality scry vision. The show is sold out, but it will be along on this very podcast soon. And tickets, of course are still available for our November show. The link is in the show notes. One question we've been asked a few times by a bunch of people is, what's the deal with damage? Well, we are playing Dungeons & Dragons on stage before an audience, and that changes a few things. We don't want to waste anyone's time. We want to rock through the adventure super fast and smoothly, so we make some changes to make everything go by very quickly and very efficiently. I don't think we bend the rules so much as we carefully fold them to fit. One change is damage. We do not make damage rolls in our games. Character sheets have an average damage that's written down, so players can just shout that out to me, and I will chop that off the hit point totals that I have for the monsters. If you look in the monster manual, you'll see the very same thing for all the critters that are in there. So it's just leveling the playing field between the player side and the dungeon master side. It also means... We don't need all those different dice types. We really only need a 20-sided dice, which makes everything much, much smoother when we play. It's not a big change, but it does seem to work for us, and we like how it makes our adventures a rocket past. All right, listeners, now it's time for a little bit of advice from your friend, Randy the Hill Dwarf. (laughs) <laughs> yes, in response to all your cards and letters, this is one more episode of Over the Hill with Randy. <laughs> and Mascara! Oh, hi Matilda, how are you? M- mascara. Well, we have some questions for us to answer today. The first one's from Mycel the Rogue. <laughs> you got their name right. It's written down on the pager mm-hmm. for me to read. Yep, cool. Do you yeah. want me to read the question? Oh, can you? Yeah. Grand. It says, hi Randy. Hello, Mycel the Rogue. What is an acceptable amount to steal from your own party? 20%, 50%, asking for a friend. Well, Marcel, I'm going to ask, answer that question with another question. How much can you get away with stealing before they find out? And then how much can you get away with stealing before they chase you out of the party? Well, that was literally probably going to be my question too. Because honestly, like rogue to rogue, my friend, uh, all of it, if you can. I would say none of it. Don't steal from your party. All of it. None of it. I mean, they're asking for a friend. I can be your friend. Myself. Oh, right. There are two questions in here. Yeah, I know, right? You missed one. Can I be a friend? I can be a friend. And how much can I steal from you? Yeah. I can be a friend if you steal it all. Dear Randy, I cast Detect Evil for the first time and it pinged on one of my party members. How should I raise this with them? Justice the Paladin. Oh, thank you, Justice. That's a great question. See, I don't actually understand magic that much, so I presume it made a loud singing, ringing noise when it went off. 
And that's what happens whenever a spell goes off near me. A loud pinging noise goes off and I go, ooh, magic has happened. No, that's just me trying to get your attention. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. Um, No, it doesn't ping out loud. It pings in them. In them? Yeah, in them. Does it hurt? No, it's not like an elastic band. Then how do you know it worked? Well, they know. They know that they're evil? No, they know that the other person's evil. Ah, then you should kill them. And this is the good kind of evil, which gets you lots of, you know, adventuring rewards and fun times. Because one time I went on a drinking night with someone who turned out to be quite evil, but we had a lot of fun. Ah, Frank the Bard. What a great night that was. He was an evil bard. Have you ever met an evil bard? They know the best songs. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And they're really good at the fighting. Yes. The singing and the fighting and the casting and the detective. Oh. Mm-hmm. There we go. There it is. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah. Raise it with them. Like, don't worry about how. Just do it. Anyway, next question. I don't know, Justice, because if they are evil and you raise it with them and you're not evil, an evil thing to do might be, like, to kill you. So maybe guess- maybe raise it with them but have, like, your paladin weapons handy, which I presume is something like a knife or, a, like, a wizard thing. I don't know, Paladins. <sighs> Dear Randy, <laughs> I executed a fellow party member after a private conversation. How do I explain to the rest of the party that my cell, the rogue, will not be rejoining us? Justice, the Paladin. Oh. Well. Uh, uh, well, that justice. went quite awry. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that it took us so long to get to these questions. Um, clearly, you may have wanted an answer before you got to this point. I just, yeah. But I have to say, look, if you're, I'm assuming your other party members don't know. But um, it does say private conversation. Yeah, so if they don't know he's gone, then I, I would definitely tell them loud and upfront and say, guys, guess what? I killed our party member. But I got us some gold, po- gold pieces. <laughs> You're welcome, Justice. I hope it goes well. What I want to know is, is are they pinging now? On themselves? What do you mean? Well, are they evil? What do you mean? Because they killed somebody. Who? Who did they kill? Justice, Just- if you killed somebody, that's bad. Unless they were bad. In which case, that's good. Are you good, Justice? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm still Randy. And it's time for another D20 Questions with Christine and Darren. Hello everyone, it's me Christine. I'm here with Darren, aka D. And I'm going to ask him a question. D, could you roll a D20? Absolutely. Ooh. Not that one. We just had that one. <laughs> we should take the, um, we need a D19. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Okay. D, if you were a piece of adventuring equipment, what piece would you be and why? Oh, I would probably be a temper pole, which is very old school and no longer uh, sees use in games. Mm-hmm. Tell, uh, I'm a, a D&D noob, so tell me more about what, what what's its features. Right, so the point of a temper pole was... Back in the early days, you would walk around and prod the floor in front of you with a pole just in case things were trapped. And why, of all of the things, why would you choose that? Well, because I 
I never end up in games anymore. Oh, this is a sad story. It's slightly, yeah, because because my skill set is so useful to people outside of the game. Ah. I have to I have to uh, make my own games in order to get to play. So, but how does that relate to becoming a t- being a ten foot pole? Because ten foot poles are now obsolete. Oh, it's a metaphor. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So that's if you like you were one in actuality, but what if you want like could be anything? Like you could. Oh, if I could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like your wildest dreams. Would you be a ten foot pole? <laughs> no, I'd probably 20 be foot pole. a bag of holding. Ah, nice. Tell me, tell me why. Uh, I I enjoy being a supportive person in a professional sense as well as a. a private sense but so um and bags bags of holding can hold like almost literally anything for someone could it hold a 10 foot pole absolutely cool so your fantasy thing could hold your like reality thing so that's a straight that's a metaphor (laughs) okay a few final notes first of all i want to do a quick plug for properly cocked it's a New Zealand Warhammer 40k podcast featuring experts and special guests coming up with their top fives. If you've ever ventured through the door of a Games Workshop store, this podcast might be for you. It's the brainchild of Wellington Radio personality and 40k enthusiast Steve Joel, so you're definitely in good audio hands. That's properly cocked. Link in the show notes. Also in our last mini-episode, I mentioned the Improvisation Festival, which has just wrapped up here in Wellington. Among the packed schedule of events was a panel on the crossover between improv and D&D, and I was delighted to sit on that panel, alongside Christine Brooks, who plays Bracken in our show, and Brendan Bennett and Emma Brindon from Dungeons & Comedians, which we've plugged on here before, and we will again, it's a great show. Anyway, we probably should have recorded it so we could share some highlights, but we didn't, so I'll just say... I walked away from it jazzed about how much I still have to learn. I've been doing RPG stuff for over 30 years and publishing professionally in the field for a decade and a half. It just delights me that I'm constantly encountering new things. So this um, this territory of collaborative, unplanned narrative, it's still so poorly mapped. Even venturing kind of one valley over is far enough to encounter a whole host of new perspectives, new ideas, new insights. I'm really thankful to my guides to the realm of improv. I had yes and already on my map, but there's so much more to see. I'm excited to be on this journey and to learn what I have to learn. Okay, that's all for now. If you're enjoying Diceratops Presents the podcast, we'd love it if you'd spread the word to any friend who might need a new podcast in their life. We want your questions, of course, for me. Uh, advice questions for Randy Dwarf and friends, contact us any way you like with those on the Facebook page, through email, etc, etc. Thanks this week to our additional voices featured talent, Christine Brooks, Jules Bergeson, Darren Woods and Stephen Youngblood. Our theme music is the Sunday song by the K1500 Project. Check out their music, the link's in the show notes. Find us on all the socials at NZ. Let the good dice roll. 